are listening to the Aggie Parent and Family Podcast, a podcast produced by the Student Orientation and Transition Services here at Utah State University. The Aggie Parent and Family Podcast is a podcast for students and families of USU Aggies. Here we share practical advice from leading USU experts and students to help guide your student in their journey at Utah State. I'm your host, Isaiah Jones, the Transition Parent and Family Coordinator here at Utah State University. And I'm John Louvier. I'm the um, Executive Director and Assistant Vice President of Academic and Instructional Services. And I'm James Morales, the Vice President for Student Affairs. Well, thanks for joining us, both of you. Maybe uh, both of you could just, John, we'll start with you. Just say a little bit about yourself, kind of what your position and role is at USU. Sure. Um, Well, I'm an Aggie. That's the first thing and have been for my whole educational career here at Utah State from an undergrad all the way up to a doctoral program. So I've I've definitely um, tasted our Kool-Aid for many years. At any rate, um, now I've, I am employed here and uh, have the responsibility over all of the educational technologies that we use to um, teach remotely and to teach our face-to-face and, and even our broadcast and statewide classes. And I am an Aggie by adoption. <laughs> and so I've been here almost 11 years. I came from the University of Minnesota. And though my blood might have been maroon and gold, it is now certainly blue. And I'm certainly happy to be a part of the Aggie family. Well, it's awesome to have both of you here. So unless you've been living under a rock, all of you are very aware at this point with the disruption with COVID-19, it's it's really impacted every aspect of our lives. How has COVID-19 influenced both you and, and students? You know, I think it's been a, um, a challenge for all of us. And while you said that we were fairly well prepared to move to remote, taking classes remotely, um, you know, we pride ourselves in being a residential campus with that full immersion experience. And so to have this crisis thrust upon us has been, I think, really stressful for all of us, including the institution, in trying its very best to respond, to deliver the support resources that our students need wherever they happen to be right now. And frankly, I think we've risen to the challenge. I think students have risen to the challenge, faculty, all those that are providing support services in their various areas have risen to the challenge. I think we're doing a really good job in spite of the circumstances. What about you, John? What would you, how's it been, things been for you? Well, <clears throat> I guess for me personally, and I think this, this goes for about everybody, even professionally, is that um, I've had to be much more intentional about a lot of um, everyday decisions in my life. Um, uh, And that could be just simple decisions like when am I going to go to the grocery store and how am I going to um, be taking care of my family and and how am I going to do my job um, best to support uh, the faculty and the students here at the university. Um, Just that intentionality has sort of heightened my awareness um, because of the impacts if I make a decision that um, maybe I'm not being as careful about who I'm around and, and keeping my hands clean and not touching my face and things like that, um, that I could inadvertently impact somebody else negatively. So that's always on my mind. And as a result, I'm just having to be a little bit more um, intentional of everything I do and, and with my family and, and colleagues. So, um, so that's kind of been the biggest impact other than all of the, um, the challenges of being remote and making sure that everybody has access to education and that learning still occurs. Uh, that's probably the one that's on my mind most often. 
Yeah, I like what both of you say there. I know for us in orientation, it's been, you know, just kind of strange just figure you see how connected everything really is you know we work a lot with our students who are leaving and returning either from a deferment or a leave of absence and so you see oh well all those missionaries are going to be sent home or like all the students who are planning on leaving are now staying and you just realize like just how connected and how impacted sort of every aspect of of our lives are so I'm glad you shared that uh, maybe, James, you could share with us, you know, a lot of students um, at USU and, and even across our, our system have just been curious and learning about what resources are available to students who are on campus. And then, you know, John, you could maybe say something about the remote aspect, but yeah, what resources are available to students on campus and, and what should they know about them? Isaiah, that's an important point to make in terms of the fact that we have students that are still here on campus, as well as students that are studying from wherever they are in the world. And we've uh, had the unique challenge in terms of providing support to these students to be able to serve those that are still here on campus and those that are, are from remote locations. And uh, while everyone's doing their classes uh, remotely, the fact is that um, you know, the services have to be um, there to be able to help them be successful uh, in their academic pursuits, and also to stay engaged, to stay connected. It is the social distancing aspect we are all needing to practice is about physical separation, physical distance, but we should not lose the connections that we need to have as members of the USU community. And that's been our focus in student affairs. All of the activities, all of the services, whether it's a, um, you know, POBEV, you know, or whether it's our uh, very venerable tradition of the Robbins Awards. We've migrated these to an online social media format. We have had students in one of our centers uh, participating in a, uh, in March, in the, in the month of March, in March um, movie madness, where they watch the same movie and then they chat online about that movie and share their feelings and ideas. Um, we have uh, workouts through campus recreation, although it's closed, they're still offering online training, online workouts, for a, a wide array of uh, abilities of our students. All of our um, counseling and co the consultation and appointments are done through telehealth. Our Student Health and Wellness Center is also doing telehealth, while at the same time available for some of the you know, needs that students have when they need to come to the center. So the, there's a wide range of different things we're doing, whether it's for our veterans, students, whether it's our uh, Greek students, whether it's our, you know, whatever student involved in whatever club, all of those have migrated to that online format in a very robust way. Definitely know you're at Utah State when you see all that creativity come together. That's really cool just to see everyone get used to this new normal. And like you say, it has been uh, a little bit, you know, disruptive for all of us, but it's really cool to see all of these ideas come together. Uh, what about you, John? Yeah, so um, one thing uh, that we need to remind ourselves too about Utah State University that we are the land grant university and and we um, have developed um, over the years a very effective way to communicate with students across the state. And as a result, we've used those similar technologies and strategies to teach students in, in the far corners of the southeast and <clears throat> regions all the way you know, through the urban areas um, that we've also been able to use to teach students all across the United States and around the world. 
And um, <clears throat> in fact, this year we're celebrating the, our 25 years of being online as a university, which is one of the older universities out there that have been teaching online. And, um, and we see this in some of the behaviors in our faculty. So um, prior to uh, this COVID-19 incident, um, we actually had over 80% of all of our courses were using um, our Canvas learning management system. So that's our online courseware. So many of our faculty, where it was appropriate, were using the technologies already. And so um, the, the lift or that gap that we had to get with all the, the faculty using these online tools was not as big as, as other universities and, and some of my colleagues across the nation have been experiencing. So um, training those faculty and getting students used to being in those systems has not been as big a lift as elsewhere. Um, the other thing is um, we have a very good infrastructure of support for students, a technical infrastructure. And that's through our information technology um, office. And probably the best resource for every, any student, and this is the one thing to remember, is to go to the IT service desk. And um, they can con they're open uh, most, most all working hours. And if any students need help with anything, and it could be um, how to even turn on their computer to find a password to submitting an assignment in Canvas, that learning management system, or even recording themselves um, or using WebEx to do collaborations and to engage with other students and their faculty, um, they can walk them through that. And they're available to do that with students over the phone in real time or over chat. And, um, and so those resources can be found at the IT service desk. So that's it.usu.edu. Um, some other things that are, are pretty neat about Utah State is um, that we have uh, licensed a lot of software for students. And so we have um, uh, Adobe Suites, Microsoft Office options. <clears throat> There are very little or no cost to students. In addition to um, video broadcast systems like this one, WebEx, that is available for all students and staff and faculty at no cost. So we have licensing that they can use. So um, students can go through the learning management system through Canvas, and they can open up a WebEx um, room and invite other classmates or their instructor, and they can have real-time collaborations um, like we're doing right now. So those are all available. And, and the idea is to foster engagement, like James was saying, and, and continue those relationships and, and continue communication between our, um, our colleagues, our peers, students, and our um, staff and faculty. Yeah, I really like what you bring up, uh, everything with our online platforms and uh, the IT. One of the things that I know as a program coordinator, uh, when I see all these resources listed, listed, uh, I know there's a lot of people working. So yeah, please send our best to all of the people in student affairs and AIS who I know are working tirelessly to make all of this work. Uh, James, I was gonna ask you though, what, what strategies and advice or resources do you recommend for students who are struggling right now with the disruption to their lives and academic expectations? You know, I think one of the most important things to remember is uh, this generation of students is probably one of the most well-equipped to really um, thrive in this kind of situation we're in. Uh, they have been 
uh, involved in connecting with each other and through all their various um, groups that they are involved with via a digital medium or group that we uh, had in the past. So I think, first of all, remember that you're very capable. Secondly, remember that all those resources there that are there are there for you to connect from wherever you happen to be and um, try to use those same networks that you have and my, that were maybe more you know, uh, face-to-face kinds of networks, look for those, look to replicate those in the virtual world. I think that would be a key thing. Rather than going out and trying to uh, establish new ways to connect, use those same, same methods. If, um, you know, one of your ideal ways was to connect with your advisor regularly. Keep doing that. Keep doing that. Just because it isn't face-to-face, that relationship is important to you. You've established it before in a physical, you know, uh, face-to-face kind of format. Keep it in the virtual world. If you're involved with a club, connect with them virtually too. So that will help with a feeling of, of groundedness and, and connectedness that we all need in these times. And trying to establish new networks and new ways to connect um, would be a challenge or run counter to that idea of trying to establish that groundedness. So that would be another really important uh, way to do this. And if you ever find yourself in a situation where you're feeling overwhelmed, where anxiety has just risen to the point where you can't handle it, there is professional help. There are people there that are always ready to be supportive and help get you through this. And it doesn't just have to be a counselor, although that's an important resource too. It can be a friend, it can be a family member, it can be a faculty member, it can be me, you know, it can be whomever you want to and feel comfortable approaching, but don't sit there and, and try to manage that yourself if you reach that point. Utah State is an ag, as a family, the Aggie family's here for you. I really love what you said there about the Aggie family piece and, and staying connected. John, what strategies and advice do you have for students who are having difficulties with some of the online platforms? Well, I'm, I'm going to give some strategies, I think, for everybody, um, whether you're struggling or not. These are just some good strategies to have to help with learning. Um, so I sort of thought through this ahead of time. Um, this would be my playbook, and I'll keep them down to about four steps. Um, the first one is be organized with your time. So um, this is good advice for life, but um, establish a routine and continue that routine. Um, that's something that we've also been promoting with our faculty, that um, they're still coming in and they're uh, recording their lectures at the same time, though they're not having the live interactions with students, they're setting those up at the same time of day, they're keeping those routines, they're communicating with students on a regular cadence. Um, but just really, you know, keep up with that. A, a routine is very important and that's just good for everything. The second one, and it's part of this routine, but this is one that's, um, that uh, is easily overlooked. And it's, um, it's one that I want you to take, take note of. And, and it's making a plan. And, and to make a plan, um, you need to do that not only for the, the big picture of your week and your day, but you need to do that at the course level. Um, so take a very close look at the course syllabi. Make sure you understand what needs to be done and plan accordingly. Um, procrastination is, is what we all become masters at. That's, I think we should all just get a degree in procrastination. <laughs> But it, it, it creates a lot of anxiety that is sometimes help us perform a little better, but um, it's a hard way to, to live. 
So um, plan ahead, look at your classes, and um, and make a plan to be able to keep up and just and just stick with that routine. Um, the next uh, strategy, and this this also reinforces what James has also said, is communicate regularly. And communication with um, with your peers in your class is very important. And and be willing to communicate with your instructors. Now, now there's some other tools that that we have and we've been promoting with our faculty, and they're using them. Um, are the announcement tools in Canvas. And, and so that's a way for the faculty member to send out an announcement that maybe a, 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 consta, a, a question that comes up multiple times, they'll send out an answer or try to get ahead of that. Also check discussion threads and discussion boards. So that's where also faculty will do assignments there for discussions, but they may also communicate out information. And then you can also share some of your thoughts and feelings and things that you're learning or wanting to learn and questions there in the discussion boards. But um, the other option that you have with Canvas is you can go in, there's a little people tab on the left-hand side, and that shows you all the students in your class. And um, reach out to those students through Canvas. And, and um, if you haven't made friends there, you can go ahead and, and just ask for some help or, hey, I'm, I'm trying to work on this. And, and you'll find that, um, that we're all in this together and uh, people are willing to help out. So communication is, is key. Um, now the last one is kind of to that other point of resources that, that I brought up earlier. And that is um, know, know what tools, that you, what software and, and hardware and people tools that you have in terms of resources. So you definitely have all of the, the resources to help you emotionally and, and socially through student affairs. And, and definitely take advantage of those. Academically, you have your advisors that you can work with, and, um, and also you have um, support through the IT service desk that can help with, with all the technical issues and, um, and how to use some of the technology and how to get access to some of these things. So those are all, those are kind of three, the, the four things. Organize your time, make a plan, stick with it, um, communicate regularly, and then know what tools you, you need to use to be able to um, succeed in your classes. Well, fantastic advice from both of you. Is there anything that I've left out that uh, either of you would like to add? So I guess I would add and just echo John's words. He said, we're in this together. We're gonna get through this together. You know, we did not choose this set of circumstances. Uh, they chose us and um, make the best of this and come out of this better, stronger, more resilient, adapted to a new normal. And ourselves really have learned, you know, who we really are, both as individuals and as communities. And I'm excited about that. I think that's an important silver lining through this difficult set of circumstances. So, you know, let's, let's look forward to a brighter day, but enjoy the difficult journey at times that it is but again, that we're in it together. Well, thank you for listening to the Aggie New Student Podcast. Uh, make sure, I'll make sure I put all of this in the show notes. Lots of really great uh, information there. And thank you both for joining us. Thank you. Thank you. Go Aggies.